Once again, thank you for being part of our celebration, particularly this one on the solstice. It's our last regular service, but I want to remind you that we do have Christmas Eve and we've got something very special planned for you. And bring a candle because we will be doing our traditional candle lighting celebration. Also, the last Sunday of December, December 27th, Craig Losey will be doing the poetry reading, and he'll be doing that accompanied by Lee Culture and I think a couple other musicians as well. Anyway, uh, it's going to be beautiful, and I'm encouraging you to spend some time enjoying that as well. So a couple weeks ago, the lights went out in Fallbrook. Uh, we were having Santa Ana's and uh, SDG&E in order to keep us safe and them free from liability, turned the grid off on certain parts of the community. And you know what? When the power goes off and the sun goes down, it's really dark. You know, I, I, I know some of you in this community had your lights off for several days. I think somebody I know, Steve Burns, I think it is, his lights were off from Thursday to Saturday. In our house, in our neighborhood, the lights were off for just shy 24 hours. But I have to tell you, at 4.30 when the sun went down, it was dark. It was really dark. Now we were fortunate that we had battery-powered lanterns and we had candles. But boy, it's an interesting experience to look out the window and not see lights. Or if there's a room that's not lit, to see darkness. And even with those small candle lights, you can see the, the glooming shadows that are there. And you know, it's, um, it's indicative of the season because I, I think about our ancestors. I think about our great, great, probably even our grandparents. Actually, my stepfather told me that when he was growing up in his house, they didn't have electricity. And so during the time of the solstice, during this time of year, when the sun goes down, it's really dark. And, uh, you know, it's, it's almost encoded in our DNA, this experience of light and dark, warmth and cold of what it means. But, you know, the whole thing centers around one thing, and that's the sun. Because we live in a solar system, and we are, in fact, solar beings. And so my question for you this, the, as you're watching this now is, how do you connect with the sun? What is your relationship? Do you feel its presence? Perhaps as you're sitting in your garden or maybe in a, a room that is special to you where the light comes in, where the sun gently taps you on the arm or lightens something up for you to see, the sun also reminds us of the rhythms of our body. You know, that light, dark, in, out, breathing in and breathing out. And so we, we have this opportunity to feel connected to our body. And when we feel connected to our body, we begin to feel connected to the earth. You know, what I know is you don't have to be in like Machu Picchu or Stonehenge or on any kind of journey to have a mystical experience. You could have it right where you are. You can meet the energetic flows sitting in your office, sitting in your home, whether alone or with loved ones. 
It's just that opportunity to be present to the moment and see what comes in. You know, Jack Kornfield, who is a Buddhist teacher, says, the art of meditation is this. Find a place, find a time, find a posture, and stay in your seat. And I think part of the energy of this time of year is to invite us to stay in our seat, to slow down. Because there's a, there's a temptation to overextend ourselves both uh, energetically and then that ripples out into financially. You know, and if we, if we follow what the group mind is telling us to do, it's asking us to spend money we don't have uh, for people that we don't particularly like to get them things they don't really need. And is that really necessary? You know, our bodies are vulnerable to fatigue and infections at this time. And so the message is slow down. In fact, that's what the solstice means. Soul, sun, the sun stands still. And so if we follow the rhythm, what it's asking all of us to do is to slow down. You know, I think one of the greatest gifts that we have and that we offer is this, is to trust our intuition, to take the authorship of our lives back into our own hands and not to give it away or let it drain away. Um, you know, and this is something that our ancestors understood, did they not? Uh, and this is why there's so many festivals around light and darkness at this time of year. And, you know, in our traditions, so many of the celebrations around the solstice, around this time of year, center around the great initiator, Saturn. And Saturn is all about boundaries. It's all about authorship. It's all about practicality. What Saturn says is if you earn it, it is yours. And if it was never yours, it is taking away. And so, you know, a, a question to ask ourselves this time of year is to see where we are giving away our own personal power. And then often the, what we find is that the things that we are most anxious, the things that we are most afraid, are the exact same things that are draining us from that creative power to stay healthy, to create novelty, to engage in others, to feel the vitality of life. And so we begin at this time of year to address those things. And really, the only way we can do that is to slow down. You know, the, the image that I love that comes from some of the ancient mystical teachings is this, is even though, you know, there's a mantle of cold, there's a mantle of darkness, there's a mantle of snow on this hemisphere during the winter time, during the solstice itself, it's really when the earth is most itself because underneath it's alive, it's vital, it's growing and it's engaging. And so we may not see it, but it's there. You know, another image that I love about the solstice is that it is the pause in the breath. 
They say, you know, at the summer solstice that the earth and all the elementals are fully exhaled. And so we see the fruit and the fecundity and the beauty of everything externalized. And then the earth begins to sort of inhale and from the summer solstice to the pause at the winter solstice, it's bringing it in. And the day after the solstice, well, actually a couple days after the solstice, it starts getting light again, hour by hour, more and more. So it's almost as if we're exhaling again and moving that energy out and preparing ourselves to do this. I hope you have been looking out at the western sky uh, for the last couple weeks, culminating this winter solstice night. Uh, to see the great planets Jupiter and Saturn uh, as they are in this, this dance that they do every 20 years. And then there's also these other times and seasons, years and cycles. And what we, we know is that we are in a cycle that is beginning a new 800 year cycle. The last time that Jupiter and Saturn were together where they are, was the, the signing of the Magna Carta, the initiating of the, of the, um, of the great renaissance. And so there's an there's a anticipation, there's a level of hope and expectancy as we are moving into this, this new and interesting cycle that we're in. And you know, when we look at these two planets together, as we look at the rhythm of where things are, it's really about strategic optimism. It's about structured expansion. Jupiter is all about expansion and growth. And Saturn is all about structure and planning. And so these two coming together is about that, that strategic planning. And you know, there's a way that we can prepare this. You know, something that one an astrologer that I'm aware of, her name is Dana Gerhart. She talks about the four pillars of, of Saturn. Whatever your relationship is to the starry world and the starry language, it doesn't matter. But these, these certainly are applicable to all of us this time of year. They're applicable to all of us that may feel that our energy is being drained or if we're wanting to expand. And what I'd like to offer to you are these four pillars. And the first pillar is this, is to simplify your life. To look at what attachments are draining you. And what are you carrying that it's time to let go? This is a time of year of release, of letting go, of finding the things that are sort of siphoning off your vitality and letting them go. Less is more because less creates space for agility and being nimble and novelty. The second pillar is this, is to organize. You know, the, the first law of the universe is balance. Things are always coming into balance. And so, you know, often we need to let the gods know the universe know that we are serious and to begin to create the proper environment for expansion and growth and newness to happen. And so if there is clutter, it's a block. If there is disorganization, it's an impediment. And so as we are slowing down, we can leisurely organize our office. At least that's true for me. 
or your library or your kitchen or wherever it has been because of all the demands and all the activity, there's a level of disarray, is to bring order back into your life, quite literally and quite physically. The third pillar is this, is to give yourself a meaningful challenge. Get engaged, get in the game. You know, engage your imagination, call it forth, tap into the vital forces that are inside of you, expand yourself. You know, whether it's physical training or mental training or spiritual training, it's important that we have a challenge to reach beyond the comfort zone, to reach beyond the self-imposed limits that we've placed on ourselves. And then the fourth is this is not to take anything that is going on right now personally. This isn't about you. You know, there's a distinction between an individual and a person. An individual defines themselves in their own context. I am this, I am that, I am that degree, I am this possession, I am that family, whatever that may be, but a person defines themselves as part of something greater than themselves. You know, we are energetically, evolutionarily, we are moving, we are evolving from a self-ego-centered. The ego is good, but it's not the end game. And we're being invited to move past this we, this tribal, this whether it be the tribe of our family or the tribe of our nation or the tribe of our species, to us. And us means that you and I are global citizens. And global citizens means we are part of everything that is happening in creation. We are part of all that nurtures the land, the animal, the birds, the fishes, the trees, the fields. All of it is part of us and we are part of it. And so let us move into this newness, novelty and agility and vitality by practicing these four pillars to simplify our life, to organize ourselves, to give ourselves meaningful challenges and to not take it personal. And really what it's about is to be still. There's this great line uh, that comes from this ancient Hebrew poetry. Be still and know that I am God. And so let's do that right now. In your heart of hearts, quietly to yourself. Maybe if it feels appropriate, to clasp your hands or to bow, but simply repeat after me quietly. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know Be still, be. And so it is.
Thank you so much for being part of our virtual community and our celebrations. I want to remind you that we have Christmas Eve planned for you, including a virtual candle lighting service, so please bring a candle. Also on December 27th, the last Sunday of the year, Craig Losey will be doing his amazingly beautiful poetry service, and he'll be with Lee Culture, our music director, and it should be just beautiful and heartwarming. And again, I want to thank you for supporting us. I hope that you are receiving the support that you need at this time from us. Please reach out. No one should be going through this alone. Our practitioners are available for prayer, for counsel. If you go to our webpage, you can find ways to contact them. You can also fill out a request and uh, we'll reach out to you in prayer that way. And again, thank you for your continual and generous support. And as we close this year, it was a year we did not anticipate. We are all in this together. And you have made a difference. You've allowed us to reach out to you. You've allowed us to grow and to reach out to people literally globally. So I appreciate this. And so for the final time this year. I wish to you and those whom you love and those whom you receive love from many, many, many blessings.